the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Lady, the Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRM News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. China's economic growth accelerated in the latest quarter as consumers flocked back to shops and restaurants following the big COVID lockdown. The 4.5% growth in domestic product from January to March compared to the same period in 2022 was the fastest in the past year. The government data showed the quarter outpaced the 2.9% growth in the previous quarter. But authorities cautioned that China will likely face import and export pressures in coming months and warned of inadequate domestic market demand in the world's number two economy. Correspondent Jeremy House, U.S. Special Forces completed an evacuation of all American embassy personnel in warring Sudan last night. U.S. says everybody was out in about an hour. Nobody got hurt. No shots were fired. Civil war ramping up there. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager says life is the best drug. The pursuit of the adrenaline rush or whatever the chemical description would be is a very big one today. I guess one way of putting my message here would be that one should try to get high on life, which I think is very possible. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Each week here at The Patriot, we highlight a great local business. Supporting these Twin Cities businesses not only supports our economy, but also supports AM 1280, The Patriot. Find area business owners with remarkable work ethics and shared values by tuning in weekdays at 9.04 a.m. and 6.04 p.m. Today's high, mid-40s, partly sunny skies for the afternoon. Tonight's low reaching 30 with clear skies. Into Monday, mostly sunny, high around 50 degrees. It's a.m. 1280 The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Alliance Radio Network, and go launch sequence. Engineering, go flight. Master Control, go flight. Studio Engineer, go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM-1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, Here is The Closer, Brad Carlson. And 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. 
I got a lot to get to on today's uh, broadcast. It is uh, calendar says late April, but still feeling like uh, still feeling like February out there. A little nip in the air, that is for sure. But sixties uh, this week, so it'll feel like spring again. Uh, you know, just, I, I I'm always patient this time of year because I you know my social media memories. It was about two years. It was two years ago, or it's not five years ago. Last weekend that we had that snowstorm where it dumped about five, six feet on us. And then uh, 10 years ago, last weekend, uh, I there was a memory that popped up in my social media feeds where I posted a picture of me measuring 11 inches of snow on my back deck. So I'm just saying it could be a lot, lot worse. And it has been a lot, lot worse in recent memory. So relax, people. It's going to be spring this week. And uh, this will be a, a distant memory uh, before too long. But like I said, a lot to get to on today's broadcast. Got a couple of Minnesota slash local issues want to weigh in on and uh, a lot of national news this week. Uh, you know, like I say, I'd like to invoke a third hour. Maybe I could do a live stream here in the studio. I can't do it over the AM 1280 Airways, but I could do it on the NARN Facebook page. I, I may do that one of these days. Not today, though. But uh, for those of you who listen to Tim Walls, well, ever since the first time he was running for governor's first term, 2017-2018. He had this mantra of one Minnesota. You know, we may have different ideas. Uh, We may uh, have disagreements on base policy issues. But really, we all want the same outcomes. We want Minnesota to be a a wonderful place. We could raise our families and, and we can prosper and we, we have different ideas of how to get there, but we can get there. And we're, we're one Minnesota, was basically his mantra, one Minnesota. Well, uh, funny how that uh, mindset pretty much goes out the window when the DFL has all control, control of everything, both chambers of the legislature plus the governor's office. That has gone completely out the window. And I just read a, uh, a piece where Governor Walls is going to skip the uh, official governor's fishing opener, which takes place. When does that take place? It usually takes place Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> the mothers always lament that, that the fishing opener is on Mother's Day weekend. But he's going to skip that because he's going to attend his daughter's uh, college graduation in Montana. And uh, some say, well, that's pretty convenient because uh, where it normally takes place uh, is in an area of the state where the governor is not too popular. And he's probably going to uh, meet some resistance from people who are saying we've got a nineteen billion dollar surplus yet you're still hiking taxes and he's going to be able to avoid all that. Well, I bring this up to say that some of the things that are being proposed in the legislature, whether it's passed or some things that are coming down the pike, give you an indication that we're this is not one Minnesota and we're not all in this together. Uh, Catherine Kirsten, who is a senior policy fellow at the Center of the American Experiment, wrote about in the Star Tribune recently about how they're they're looking to pass what is called uh, uh, anti-racism legislation. Basically, uh, the legislature is planning an anti-racist revolution in Minnesota schools. Now, we've heard all about this particularly in the aftermath of the George Floyd murder, where it's like it wasn't enough to be shocked and appalled and disgusted 
by the actions of Minneapolis police in that whole saga, which I would dare say was close to a consensus. All right. That 99.99% people saw that and, and, and did not justify what had happened and did not go with it. Well, if he just hadn't resisted, this would have never happened. Now, people to a man all thought that that was excessive. But in the minds of some, that wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to just be shocked and sickened by that that action by Minneapolis police, specifically police officer Derek Chauvin, who had his knee on the back of George Floyd's neck. No, you had to become sufficiently anti-racist. And, and, you know, and, and what does that even mean? You know, well, well, of course I'm against racism. Well, no, you have to have a acknowledgement that pretty much every ill in this society today is attributable to systemic racism, and you have to acknowledge that. And people who are living their lives and interacting with their neighbors who, you know, we all have neighbors that look differently than us, even my wife and me, you know, living up in a, in a uh, well, Ramsey's now more of a northern suburb. It used to be a rural area back in the day, but now it's more of a northern suburb. But still a very, very quiet area where we live in. We have neighbors with tremendously different backgrounds than my wife and me. We, we live in a very diverse, uh, I would, shouldn't, wouldn't say a very diverse neighborhood, but it is diverse. Certainly a heck of a lot more diverse than when we moved in 15 plus years ago. Okay? And we're just living lives, living our lives, interacting with our neighbors, not really thinking about you know, the differences in background. I mean, we're not colorblind, all right? We could see that they're different than us, different races, but we don't use that as a judgment against them, as a prejudgment. You know, Walter Hudson said this very thing on the House floor this past week when discussing an amendment for this bill. You know, people like to, you know, when people say, well, I'm colorblind, you know, it means different things to, to the different sides of the political aisle. You know, when the right of center politicals say that, well, I'm colorblind, okay, they mean that as, ah, uh, I don't judge people by the color of their skin, but rather by the content of their character. A renowned, world-renowned figure once said that in a very famous speech, okay, half-plus century ago. Whereas if you say that in front of a leftist, all of a sudden, you know, they, they, they accuse you of, uh, of being racist when you say you're colorblind. You know? So that, that doesn't tell me that this is one Minnesota. And I bring this up because this is what is trying to permeate our schools. And I'll read an excerpt from Catherine Kirsten's piece of the Star Tribune. Now, does anti-racism have its common sense meaning, a belief that it's wrong to treat people differently because of their race? Far from it. The startling new definition is buried in the 316-page bill. Anti-racist means actively working to eliminate racism in all forms so that power and resources are redistributed and shared equitably among racial groups. So in other words, you can throw meritocracy and merit-based achievement out the window. They're deliberately lowering standards, you know, trying to generate equal outcomes, not equal opportunities. I'm all for equal opportunity. Everybody should be for equal opportunity. 
But equal outcomes, that's that's not realistic. But yet this is what this is trying to engineer, this particular legislation. I'll continue to read from Catherine Kirsten's piece. If this bill passes, starting in 2024, every school district would be required to review and revise all classroom materials in every subject, including math and science, to inject this full-throated call to change our political and economic system. Now, I'm curious to see how revisions of classroom materials in, say, math would would be uh, would be revised how, how does that even work i mean isn't aren't aren't there definitive answers to mathematical equations i you know, i'm a numbers guy and if i fudged some numbers on reports i compile on a regular basis um i don't think it would fly by with my uh, with my with the powers of being my company that I said, well, you know, we're, we're trying to generate equitable uh, outcomes here. You know, I mean, we're we're, we're paying way too much uh, uh, fees and taxes on some of these reports. OK, I don't think that would fly. And, and science is, you know, there there's there's empirical facts in science, but there are other aspects of science that are always evolving as more research comes to light. So I don't understand how we revise those particular classroom materials and those particular subjects. That, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, wait a minute, you may think. This can't be true. If it were true, I would have heard about it. You haven't heard, most likely, because lack of transparency has characterized this crusade since 2019 when the activist Minnesota Ethnic Studies Coalition, or MESC, was formed. MESC defines its mission as changing curricula in order to center, i.e. shift the instructional focus to, groups erased from the mainstream curricula due to persistent racism, patriarchy, xenophobia, and linguistic imperialism. I, I always am, I'm always amused now when people are uh, screaming at the top of their lungs to defeat the patriarchy, when probably these many of these same people support this radical transgender ideology where... Uh, women, or excuse me, men can become women and then compete in women's sports and physically dominate them as a result. You're basically handing over a victory to the patriarchy right there. But yet you have the audacity to mention here, i I, I just confused by all of these new rules and these intersections here. Uh, in 2020-21, MESC members dominated the Education Department-appointed committee that rewrote our state's social study standards, which currently await final rulemaking approval. Now that the DFL has a governing trivecta, it's moving aggressively to embed racialized ideology so comprehensively throughout the state's K-12 system that it will be difficult to reverse. At uh, the Capitol last week, we see lack of transparency on multiple fronts. First, this extremist uh, campaign advances under cover of code words like anti-racist, and culturally sustaining that sound appealing and so deflect scrutiny. Yeah, I could see how that could happen. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, why do you oppose this? Aren't you against racism? Are you telling me you're not anti-racist? Second, provisions that inject CSJ are woven so subtly through so many bills that it takes a skilled legislative analyst to identify and track the complex uh, net they weave. And uh, I'm sorry, this um, 
my page refreshed on me. I hate when that happens. Finally, this whole campaign has been pushed through at breakneck speed using slick package PR type testimony and often omitting examination of the bill's actual text. Uh, I would encourage you to uh, go to Walter Hudson's uh, Twitter feed. He's at Walter Hudson. He gave like a 20-minute speech on an amendment being proposed to this, and it was a it was one of the most powerful, dynamic, impactful speeches that I have ever heard. Uh, Walter's a friend of mine, friend of this radio station. When he's not running for office, he's filled in on these shows before. And he talked about his background. You know, he was born to... Uh, he was born in the, uh, I think, late 70s, early 80s to a black father and a white mother. And he married a a, a woman who is background is of, uh, you know, she's a white woman of Norwegian and Native American background, which I did not know this about Walter's wife. Met her a couple of times. So obviously his kids are, are biracial. And he talked about in his very neighborhood where across the street his younger son plays with a, with an East African girl. And down the street, it plays with a, uh, has another friend who's a white kid. Okay? And yet, this legislation is going to insert, is going to serve to inject in their lives an issue that they, they, that isn't, that just isn't pervasive in these kids' lives. But yet, they're going to inject it in there and serve to divide them. It's like, wait a minute, you, you, you've been oppressing me all this time because of your background and I don't even know it? I mean, this is just this is just absolutely crazy, and it, it it suggests that people are looking for a problem, a pervasive problem where there isn't one. Now, again, I'm not naive enough to think that there is zero racism, absolute zero racism. You, let's be honest; you're never going to get there. But this idea that we are no further along, that we have gone backwards from the time the Civil Rights Act was passed in the 1960s and when Martin Luther King gave his I'd have a dream speech back in the, in the mid, early to mid-60s, the idea that we're not further beyond that is absurd. And yet this is the impression that people give. And it's all in the manner of control and try to trying to engineer equal outcomes, which, again, is another impossibility. But they're hell-bent on giving it a try. This is just an absolute disaster. And again, it's one of these ideas that uh, is likely going to sail through, even with a one simple single vote majority in the Senate. Where are some of these outstate senators? I know there are DFL. They aren't many, but there are some DFL senators uh, that are beyond the first and second ring suburbs. There is no way the citizens of your district are down with this, and yet you're going to dutifully vote along with your party. So this is something we are definitely going to keep an eye upon going forward. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments with another segment. Go nowhere. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. Save up to 33 to 65%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. This is your chance to save big. Save up to 33 to 65%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana and St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year, leading to injuries and death. They know that if someone doesn't lawfully comply or resists, force may have to be used to obtain compliance. Nobody likes it, especially police. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Don't argue, resist, or flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. Your traditional water softener wastes water as if you ran a full washer for just a pair of socks. Commerce Wet Technology Softeners will save you water and salt. Save $400 when you trade in your old salt hog to Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com. Hey, welcome back. I'm Floyd the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. Here to take your call is 651-289-4488. You can also go in by Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to check us out there. Just do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. And give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And feel free to follow the video of the broadcast. Uh, Gary from War Road checks in. Hello, hello, Gary, as always. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we do have a phone call we want to get to on line one. Bob is calling in. Bob, good to talk to you, sir. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, yes, uh, Larry Elder, who is black and who is running for president also, um, he says that the absence of the father from the home is the biggest problem amongst black people, not racism. And the left is saying patriarchy 
is also a cause of problems. But Larry is saying that patriarchy, fathers in the home, is uh, the answer to the ills experienced by the black community. Uh, What say you? Yeah, that's a great point, Bob. Appreciate the call. It's amazing that you bring that up. I remember Black Lives Matter, uh, the organization, had on their website uh, kind of a uh, manifesto, if you will. And one of the things they talked about in their goals is to smash the patriarchy, which, you know, as you were alluding to, flies in the face of what could cure the ills of the black community and having just uh, a present fathers around. I mean, that's that's that could be an issue with any family. I mean, I, I you know, my, my parents divorced when I was three years old. OK, my, my dad was not around, not even for visitations from the time I was about, I don't know, uh, kindergarten on. All right. And I know how it was an adverse effect in my family. And yet it wasn't nearly as pervasive as it is among black families. And, yeah, there, there, there are studies that definitely show uh, statistics about how much more advantageous it is for fathers to be around in, in black families than not. Uh, and I, I think that could be a broad statement. Fathers are beneficial, uh, upstanding fathers. That should, I mean, we should uh, put an emphasis on that. There are some fathers that can be rather destructive and not good leaders of their family, okay? Um, but if you have a father who is, who is upstanding and present and intentional in raising the family, yeah, that, that definitely is a, a, a huge factor. So, uh, yeah, that that's – and this is also in line with this anti-racism legislation that – uh, the legislature is trying to pass talking about uh, speaking out against the patriarchy and you know resisting the power structure. You know, I mean, you, you think that there are disciplinary issues now. I mean, what about in the hallways of certain schools? You know, like my, my school, St. Paul Harding High School, there was a there was a stabbing death that took place there about a month or two ago. All right. And teachers talked openly about how. It just wasn't working for you know staff to approach kids in the in the hallway because it was a dangerous situation. Well, now these kids are, are they're going to take this and run with this and and scream resistance, you know, talking about resisting the the, the power structure and other uh, systemic issues. When well, no, there are actual certain standards in place. When the bell rings, you need to be in class. I mean, this is another thing that that has been brought up uh, by educators that I know. It's like you know, there, there's a certain standard. You know, when when the bell rings to dismiss you at class, you have whatever five minutes. Maybe it's in ten minutes now. I don't know. I remember it was five minutes when I was a kid in school. You have five minutes to go to your locker, get your books for your next class, and be seated in your next class by the time the bell rings. Okay, that's that's a that's an empirical standard, and yet there are some. I don't know if this is a general belief, but there are some who say, well, that's 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 some sort of white power structure or, or, or systemic racism. To, to be on time? Is, it, is that right? Is that serious? Is that the argument some people are making? I mean, I, I mean that, that that's just crazy to me. So, yeah, there, there are certainly a, a lot of layers to this. But, again, it seems to me a lot of the legislation that's being passed and or bandied about it's putting in place just built-in rebellion from students. And again, I'll, I'll um, kind of finish up the uh, Cass- Catherine Kirsten piece, you know, talking specifically about 
uh, St. Paul uh, public schools. You know, the St. Paul Ethnic Studies Program makes, quote-unquote, resistance one of its core principles. Specifically, students are exhorted to resist all systems of oppressive power rooted in racism through collective action and change, according to the SPPS website. Related artwork features a protest sign that reads, Abolish Prisons. So, who's to say that a teacher telling a bunch of kids, loitering or milling around in the hallway, say, hey, kids, you need to get to class. The bell rang about two minutes ago. It means you got three minutes to get to class. You better get there. Wow. You're trying to exert your oppressive power rooted in racism through collective action and change. We aren't going to class. We're resisting. I mean, who's to say some kids aren't going to take that little morsel and run with it and say that teachers telling them to get to class on time is some sort of uh, oppressive power? Uh, This just doesn't sound like it has a good ending. So, uh, again, I'll just finish up this piece, and then we'll have to uh, move on to a break here quick. Uh, Minnesotans, what's unfolding in our capital is seismic change at lightning speed, yet incredibly... Legislative leaders are bypassing public debate. So much for one Minnesota, so much for people being having their voice heard, right? Do Minnesotans, do Minnesota's parents, citizens, and elected officials really want critical social justice ideology to be hardwired into our public K-12 system? No one has asked them. Again, that would kind of fall under that one Minnesota mantra, wouldn't it? To kind of, oh, I don't know, get the input of parents for their kids' education? Oh, I'm sorry, that's, uh, that's, domestic, that's considered domestic terrorism now when parents show up at school board meetings to question what their kids are being taught. That's, that's considered domestic terrorism, according to some leftist elements. Uh, most lawmakers of both parties likely have little idea of what's underway. We still have time to change course and craft a fruitful outcome, but that will require bipartisan cooperation and the moral courage. Well, let me tell you, uh, you've got prominent Republicans uh, like Walter Hudson and like uh, Representative Elliot Engen out of uh, White Bear Lake area, also friend of the broadcast, been on the show multiple times. Uh, they're, they're calling the stuff out. And again, all it takes is one DFL senator, you know, because they only have a one vote majority in that body to, to put a stop to this. Is there someone on the DFL side with that moral courage? Uh, I'd like to hope so. I'd like to think so. Put it that way. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show or check out our live stream at our Narn Facebook page. Brad Carlson, back with another segment of the broadcast. Go nowhere. We all want a strong academic foundation for our kids and grandchildren. United Christian Academy provides a Christ-centered education rich in history and legacy. UCA offers pre-K through 12th grade students the opportunity to cultivate the mind, engage the heart, and equip themselves to make a positive impact on the world. Our non-denominational school fosters life-affirming classes, various electives, and a wide range of sports and activities. Set up a tour today. Visit UCAThunder.org. That's UCAThunder.org. 
Turn market volatility into opportunity today by investing with the big institutions, not against them. Many people are getting taken advantage of by Wall Street. Learn why their returns are so much better than the average novice 401k investor. Learn the skills to be a better steward of your own money. Call for a free in-center or virtual investing class today at 952-814-4410. Call Online Trading Academy at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life Across America.org. Pro Life Across America is educational, non political, and tax deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. I am the closer as I am closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. You can check out my friend and colleague Mitch Berg on these very airwaves, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Saturdays from one to three p.m. He is the headliner edition of the Narn, followed immediately by the new guy, Jack Tomzak. He's 3 to 5 Saturdays, and I close out weekends programming here on Sundays from 1 to 3. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station. AM 1440, The Businessman, King Banyan, Saturdays with The King Banyan Show, 9 to 11 a.m. It is the most comprehensive show on economics in all of the upper Midwest. Dare I say the entire country? Yeah, I'm willing to go there. As always, we appreciate you tuning in as we just recently celebrated 19 years on the air, which means, uh, if I'm if my math is correct, our 20th anniversary will be in March of 2024. How about that? So stay tuned to uh, all Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. I'm sure we're going to have some sort of big soiree. And Mitch has promised to finally get the 10th anniversary party of the Northern Alliance in by the 20th anniversary of the Northern Alliance. 
if that makes any sense at all, but we know what's up. So, so again, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Uh, by the way, uh, someone weighing in uh, on Twitter uh, via the hashtag Narn Show made an excellent point, and Walter brought this up in his in his floor speech, Walter Hudson, uh, basically coming out and saying, you know, because w- Walter was born to a black father and a white mother, uh, so he's going to have to choose which side of his lineage that he should hate. Uh, 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 Twitter uh, Twitter follower uh, Matt Jack Dad brought that up, and that's what uh, Walter essentially said in his speech. And that's an excellent point. Yeah, what 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 side am I? What side am I? Me am I supposed to hate? Which side am I supposed to accuse of being inequitable? So yeah, it's just it's just crazy town. Hey, speaking of crazy town, and the Minnesota legislature. This from FoxNews.com, a story about how the legislature has passed the trans refuge bill. Uh, which opponents say would strip custody from non-consenting parents. Uh, Minnesota lawmakers on Thursday passed legislation that would establish the state as a trans refuge for children who are seeking transgender medical procedures but who may be denied gender-affirming care in other states. In a party-line 68-62 vote, the Minnesota House passed House File 146, which had been introduced by Representative Lee Finke of the DFL. Finke is the state's first transgender lawmaker. The Minnesota Senate passed the legislation by a vote of 34 to 30 Friday evening. So that was along all along party lines. All the 34 DFLers uh, voted yes. 30 Republicans voted no, and there were three Republicans who were absent from voting. Uh, Democrats supporting the bill say the legislation will protect transgender people their families and health care providers from facing legal repercussions for traveling to Minnesota for cross-sex hormone prescriptions or sex change procedures. So I have a question. Would there be any legal repercussions to these medical officials for administering these medications, which are said to have some pretty serious side effects? I, I, that's a rhetorical question. I'm guessing not. Kind of like with the vaccine. You know, government's going to look out for for these uh, big uh, corporations that supply these medications. You know, because it furthers their their ideology. Uh, to me, this 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 is just this is just beyond despicable. the The idea that we acquiesce to kids and their desires, no matter how questionable, no matter how unsafe that you're going to allow them to be to a ward of the state and take them away from their parents who who resist this idea that that kids know better i mean when when in this civilized society have we ever acquiesced to the desires and demands and the wishes of those under under 18 I mean, these are these are literally life changing decisions that are being made by kids under the age of eighteen. And yet, as I brought up before in this program, what is it? What was it? The state of Maryland that are saying that twenty four year olds shouldn't be sentenced to life in prison for a, a a major felony because their brains aren't quite yet developed, and the felony they've committed, they they really don't have a concept of the consequences they're they're facing. I mean, my God, I don't know if I can use the phrase civilized society anymore. If if that's the kind of 
distinction we're going to live among, you know? And this this is in line with what Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan was saying a month or two ago, a, a video clip that went viral, where she says, you know, we, we should listen to our children. We should listen to their desires on their hearts, their demands, and, and, and give in to everything that they want. For those of you who are parents, probably understand how absolutely insane that is. You know, I, I remember being a kid at, at our family friend's place. You know, a, a family friend, they had a, a nice big kitchen, and they had this island in the middle of the kitchen. And given the time I was a kid, it was probably a formica, you know, and this god-awful burnt orange color throughout the kitchen. <laughs> but anyways, I had this crazy idea. I wanted to take a blanket, put it around my neck, you know, to form a cape, and try to jump off the island onto the kitchen table. Guess what? I was encouraged from doing so, and I thought my I thought my mother was a was the meanest person in the world for not allowing me to do that. Where was my Peggy Flanagan like advocate back then? I'm being facetious, of course, because that's insane. If I didn't wind up with any broken bones, I probably would have wound up with multiple stitches or worse. But yet. Kids think that they're somehow born in the wrong body, that they're misgendered, that, well, I know I'm a, a, I'm, I'm a female, but I, I really feel like I want to be a, a boy, okay? And parents, through all their wisdom, tell them no, and then they're going to have a tantrum and run to Minnesota and get this gender-affirming care, and I use that in scare quotes, of puberty blockers and hormone injections and all this other garbage, and then... All of a sudden, they become an adult, and many of them will probably realize the error of their thinking, that they just succumbed to some sort of social contagion that was taking place at the time. I mean, the real data isn't isn't available yet because this, this has only been this kind of lunacy has only been permeating our society for a while now. So, give it five to ten years when you realize, oh my God, what a, what were my parents thinking? I'm old, I was only 14 years old and they let me go through this. Or, you know, the parents who tried to stand up to it, all of a sudden they don't have any culpability because you def- you openly defied your parents. How are you going to de- blame your parents for letting you do that then when they openly said no and yet you ran to a state like Minnesota, which kind of acted as a sanctuary and goes against your parents' desires? How, how how are laws like this even remotely constitutional is what I want to know. I mean, are there going to be any constitutional challenges of this? Kids that are underage who's, and their parents are responsible for them and the state basically takes them away from their parents? I mean, that that's just, that's crazy to me. But this is where we're at. Uh, I'll read a, another quote in this uh, Fox News story. Gender-affirming care is life-saving health care, Finke told reporters ahead of debate on the bill. Again, that's Representative Lee Finke, the first transgender lawmaker, it's a trans woman. Withholding or delaying gender-affirming care can have a dramatic impact on the mental health of any individual who needs it. Rates of depression, suicide, substance abuse are dramatically higher in transgender and gender-expansive individuals who lack access to care. So... Yanking them out of their parents' home and making them a ward of the state because their parents won't acquiesce to their demands because the kids are under 18. That's somehow good for their mental health? That's somehow going to be some sort of enhancement for their mindset? 
and decrease the rate of depression and substance abuse, suicide? Is, is that what we're going with here? Again, uh, you know, Dennis Prager has said many times that in the battle of ideas, the right thinks the left is wrong, but the left thinks the right is evil. And so for parents demanding that their kids wait until they're of legal adult, you know, even at legal adult age, age 18, parents are probably saying to their kids, you know what, even at age 18, you're still going to be under my roof, but I'm not going to have any control over your decisions. You'll be a legal adult. And when you're a legal adult and you make these decisions, there's not word one I can say about it. But right now you're under my roof. You're under 18. Okay. I'm responsible for you by law. This ain't happening. And the idea that a state can come in and say, well, come to our state, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll openly defy your parents and give you all of this, uh, this gender-affirming care, which has been known to have side effects and in adverse effects in a lot of adults. And again, we're very early into this. Come back in five to ten years when the real data shows itself, and let's, somehow that's manipulated in the name of science. I mean, this, this is just absolutely... Uh, mind-boggling to me. And again, I'm not, you know, again, the right thinks the left is wrong and the left thinks the right is evil. What we're seeing here with this abortion up until birth and taking kids out of their parents' home because the parents won't acquiesce to this crazy notion that they should somehow take life-changing medication to change their gender. I'm sorry, that's evil. The people who are enacting this legislation, I'm not calling evil. In fact, I'm praying for mercy for them, that somehow the blinders would be lifted and to see this awful damage that they're inflicting. I get it. Representative Finke is a trans woman, and she says that this is the best thing for her personally. That's great. But the fact that you're going to impart, you're going to project your thoughts onto kids, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a little premature for that. So, again, this is just another one of the long string of absolute lunacy, whether it's abortion up until birth, uh, yanking kids out of their parents' home if the parents don't acquiesce to the kids' desires to change gender. And we're talking about uh, this anti-racism legislation that's going to be injected into public schools, which anti-racism is a a euphemism for trying to engineer uh, equal outcomes, not equal opportunity. And then, oh, yeah, on top of all that, a $19 billion surplus, and somehow, some way, we're going to find out a, just, a way to justify increasing taxes. This is, And this is only the first of the two-year cycle that the DFL has complete control. Uh, again, I'm, I'm hope, again I'm, I'm hoping and praying that for legislation beyond this, there is an enterprising a, a DFLer with moral courage. But uh, like I say, abortion on demand and this quote-unquote gender-affirming care, we haven't seen it yet. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show or check out our live stream of the broadcast at our NARN Facebook page. Brad Carlson, The Closer, back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Epiphany Catholic School strives to grow your students' heart and mind to give students an education grounded in faith, knowledge, and virtue. Although educational styles change, the vision of faith-infused education never wavers. Epiphany is committed to forming students into saints and citizens for this world and the next. Epiphany Catholic School is located in Coon Rapids, serving students from pre-K through 8th grade. For more information, visit epiphanyschoolmn.org. Midwest Fence is the type of fence company your brother, your uncle, your cousin, or your neighbor would recommend because they too went with them for their fence and figured out pretty quickly Midwest was the obvious choice. Not only were the costs kept low because Midwest Fence is the largest fence company in the state and thus buys in bulk and passes the savings on to you, but just the fact that this company has vastly more experience with fences than anyone else gives a person and a certain peace of mind. Folks, they've been at this since Truman was president. Driving down the road in Minnesota, you see the handiwork of Midwest fence all around you. And those people who went with Midwest will tell you it was hardly a difficult decision. You won't find a greater variety of design options, nor more down-to-earth people ready to work with you. Midwest fence, the ones your neighbors recommend. Learn more at MidwestFence.com. Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. Save up to 33 to 65%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. This is your chance to save big. Save up to 33 to 65%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana and St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665. Looking to make a difference? Volunteer for your local fire department. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Visit makemeafirefighter.org. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eight Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour. And here to take your call, 651-289-4488, or weigh in via Twitter, hashtag N-A-R-N show. That's hashtag NARN show on Twitter. Or check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page if you have any uh, comments or questions regarding today's show content. And to view the live stream as well. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Have one final story. I I definitely wanted to get to this one. This is uh, from Liz Collin, friend of the show, who filled in for me on this broadcast about a month ago. Uh, She was writing at uh, Alpha News this past week. The widow of Pope County Sheriff's Deputy Josh Owen, who was killed in the line of duty uh, more than a week ago, uh, has told Minnesota Governor Tim Walz he is not welcome at her husband's funeral. Deputy Owen's wife, Shannon, confirmed to Alpha News that when Governor Walz called to offer his condolences, she told him not to show up for the funeral because he does not support law enforcement. 
Her family also stands by the decision and said Deputy Owen would want it that way. Uh, funeral, funeral services for Owen were actually yesterday uh, at Minnewaska uh, Area High School in Glenwood. Uh, compare that with Governor Walz's reaction to the Covenant school shooting, which took place back on March 27th. Uh, Governor Walls immediately ordered all Minnesota flags to be flown at half staff at all state buildings, you know, effective immediately, as soon as the, the details of the shooting came out on March 27th. And they will be, they were flown at half staff immediately until sunset on the morning of March, or excuse me, on the evening of March, Friday, March 31st. And that was to remember and honor the lives lost at the Covenant school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. And yet, he had to be shamed into flying at half-staff flags on behalf of one of our first responders being killed in the line of duty while doing his job answering a call to a domestic disturbance. I... So if you wonder why the family didn't want Walls to show up to the funeral, there it is. I mean, I, you know, I'm not saying that it was wrong to fly them in half staff in the aftermath of the Covenant shooting. I mean, it was a, it was, it was an, just obviously an awful tragedy. Three adults and three nine-year-olds killed in that, that tragedy at a school where kids are supposed to be safe. But yet it just seems all too convenient a narrative where law enforcement has gotten a bad rap in this state. I mean, I I remember vividly after the Dante Wright shooting that took place, um, I guess, spring of 2021, almost two years ago now. In fact, it was two years ago last month, if if I remember right. One of the first things Tim Walls said was about how another uh, uh, black life was taken at the hands of, of law enforcement. Basically denigrating law enforcement, basically implying that this sort of thing happens all the time with law enforcement. And then when a law enforcement officer like Deputy Josh Owen is doing his job responding to a domestic disturbance and gets shot for his efforts, shot and killed, all of a sudden uh, flags aren't flown at half-staff. So you you can kind of understand, given Walls' comments toward law enforcement before, Bot say, well, this is what you get with law enforcement, I guess. Another black life taken at the hands of law enforcement. But then you have a law enforcement officer at the other end of the shooting and died in the line of duty. And he had to be shamed into flying flags at half staff. Uh, And I'll read the rest of uh, uh, Liz Collins' piece here. Uh, Let's see. Some law enforcement groups and family members began to ask, why flags weren't not were not lowered to half staff by Monday in honor of Deputy Owen? They called and emailed the governor's office making the request. Finally, by Tuesday afternoon, Walls responded. At the time, his office ordered flags at state buildings to be lowered from sunrise to sunset on Saturday when the fallen deputy was going to be laid to rest. However, by Wednesday morning, the governor's office ordered all Minnesota flags at half-staff immediately until sunset on Saturday in honor and remembrance of Deputy Owen. 
On social media, many people said it was a move that should have been made from the very beginning. In addition to his wife, Owen leaves behind a 10-year-old son. So, uh, And also Liz Collins' Alpha News piece, uh, there's a fund set up to help uh, Deputy Owen's family through law enforcement labor services. So he basically had to be shamed into it. It was like, okay, we understand why all flags would be lowered at half-staff all over the country given this high-profile shooting that took place at Nashville's Covenant School. But why not for a fallen law enforcement officer? And given some of the rhetoric that's been uttered by DFLers, including Walls, okay, it's understand, you know, people might put two and two together and say, oh, okay, he's been hostile toward law enforcement before. So he's not lowering flags to half staff here, but he was doing it for a shooting that wasn't even in this area. Now, granted, it was a tragedy, and yes, it should be acknowledged. I, I'm not saying I disagree with that at all. I don't, as a matter of fact. The way it was been covered has left a lot to be desired, but that's a different issue entirely, and we're going we're gonna to get to some of that in the second hour, believe me. But why, why did, how, how does this not occur to him? One of our own, one of Minnesota's own. Remember that whole one Minnesota thing? What happened to that? Doesn't that include law enforcement? Personnel who legitimately put their lives on the line. And because this there was a gun at this domestic disturbance, this deputy took gunfire as a result. So because this person, very deranged person, obviously had a gun, other lives may have been danger. And this deputy literally went into the line of fire and it cost him his life. So how is that... If we're truly one Minnesota, wouldn't that have been acknowledged from the outset instead of having to be shamed into it? So just an absolute uh, disgraceful week for the governor and the and the rest of the DFLers. And um, guess what? Got a whole nother year of uh, legislative sessions to legislative session to deal with all DFL control. Uh, can't wait. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM twelve eighty to the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. With me, Brad Carlson. Back in a few. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds, all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. Jim and I knew of Robbinsdale Women's Center, but didn't really know them until we toured. We were astonished by the amazing facilities and the genuine love and care the staff showed each woman that walked through the doors. That tour began our partnership with Robbinsdale Women's Center. Cindy and I have witnessed RWC's fiscal stewardship of our financial gifts. Being on the board has allowed me to see the careful discernment and prayerful thought that goes into every decision at Robbinsdale Women's Center. RWC receives no government funding and is debt-free. RWC owns all their assets and is 100% donor-supported. We're amazed at the number of abortion-minded women they serve. Weekly, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life. Join Cindy and I in supporting Robbinsdale Women's Center. 
Your gift will bring hope and life. Go to rwcinfo.org and help more mothers choose life. Let's make a difference. rwcinfo.org. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.